Welcome to episode 31 of the Wavy New Yorker podcast. It is June, and we have our monthly check-in with the OG himself, Akil St. Louis. Akil St. Louis, how you doing, bud? The unofficial, official host of the Wavy New Yorker. Podcast. I'm here. What's good? How you I'm been? Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Uh, start where you want to start, and I'll tell you how I've been. Damn, we going, we going like that? Yeah, man. You gotta got to just the, get right into it. First of all, yo, kudos to E. Taylor for coming out to Staten Island. Yeah, I'm literally in Staten Island right now. I literally... This, uh, this guy be taking a boat. I got on a boat. I took a train and a boat to meet this guy in Staten Island because logistically it just made more sense for the both of us, I felt like. So all you dudes and gals... That yeah. be saying, yo, put me on, put me on. Yo, you like man. I be, I be, I be, I be getting on boats. That's what I'm saying. A traveling podcaster. I get on boats for people if they want to be on the pod. I get on planes. Komodo. Motherfuckers don't be trying to hear me. I, I, we done this shit in Komodo rooftop. Like, it's crazy. I, I, I will travel. People don't understand that. When I say I'm there, just let me know when, and I'm there. I'll be there. But yeah, man, that ferry was a. Uh, I've been on a ferry mad times, but every time it's just more shocking. I think this was the first time I ever took it midday like this. And I was just like, why the fuck is it so crowded? And that shit is like 90% of tourists. Like, they're, they're, they're so thirsty. They're outside standing up. Like, ooh, ah. I'm like, nigga, you better get you a seat before you don't get you a seat. They, they're trying to look at the, uh, the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. And I'm you like, got Ellis Island. Yeah. So it's like, a lot man. to take in for free. I'm, yeah. But the, but the crazy thing about it, I remember like a few years ago, there was these uh, people that used to uh, charge. Uh, oh yeah, they was they finessing them. Two hundred dollars. They go on the ferry. <laughs> they go on the ferry for that free. <laughs> uh, so it was like some type yeah. of like Ponzi. I remember because they would catch you outside. They're like, hey, you want to see the, uh, stat- the the Statue of Liberty in this? And they'd be like, all right, here's your tickets. Just get on. You'll be good. That shit was mad for gazing. They were getting people really like left and right. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's and then sad. I was just like, man, that shit is crazy. Yeah, it worked. But so, it's been it's been it's been wild. Um, first and foremost, you know, my my school is closing, which is crazy. Uh, St. Joseph's yeah, yeah. High St. School, Joseph High School in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, so we're we're closing. So after next year, we'll be closing. Yeah. Uh, it kind of caught off caught us off guard because last, well, in May Memorial Day weekend, we were dealing with. Passing about principal. Yeah, that just and happened then, not too long ago. Yeah, that happened in February, and then in May, like they dropped another bomb with us. Dudes didn't know that you know the school was closing. I knew. Did they give you so before I started interrupt? So like, leading into this, was there any inclination like, hey, we're low on funds, or was it like? So there was no discussion of like they dropped that they dropped that flex bomb. Oh wow! So it was just like, yo, everybody come in the auditorium one day. Listen, word up, we're gonna be closed the next year. It was wild. They just closed it down straight like that. Really? So everybody, of course, is upset and crying, and of teachers course. and faculty now have to look for jobs. New jobs. Myself, you know, it's been wild. So you know, but the, but the great thing about this is that we have a year to prepare yeah but the 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 other thing about it is that how's the school going to be open if everybody's teachers leaving? looking for jobs yeah it's like Students almost a staffing issue yeah it's, it's almost like that last year is going to be a shitty year yeah. uh yeah i could kind of relate to that not that i was working in a school but like obviously bishop ford had closed i was probably like a junior in college but the way they did it was a little more abrupt like it was almost like 
They gave you it was like, like April or May. Yeah, they told these niggas straight up, like, yo, we trying to raise money to save Bishop Ford from closing. We need uh like five million dollars. Something stupid. And the crazy shit is that's they probably, raised that's probably five million to keep the school open for a year. Yeah, and yeah. They, I was like, what the fuck? Like, how did it get to this point? The crazy shit is like people raised eight hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Where I was like, damn, that's a lot of fucking money. Only for the school not to be like open, and I don't know what what went with like where did that money ultimately end up going to, but it was just crazy, and you got to feel bad for the teachers because it's like damn, like yeah, now nah, they they're assed out yeah, of that's out just, of out of luck. The kids, the kids suck because if like you know, I know a lot of situations where a kid might have been almost about to be a senior. Now you got to go to a new school your senior year with new kids who already made their friends and whatnot. So that shit is a shitty. The shitty situation to be in, honestly. Yeah, it is. It's 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 horrible. Um, but but the thing about it is this, you know, this could be a gift and a curse, you know, yeah. for the faculty and students who, who no. may have gotten complacent and wanna, no. you know, no. look for better jobs to pay them more money. And, yeah, you know, other things like that. So, yeah, at know, least I got a year heads up. I think is yeah, we it's we, good. Yeah, it's good in a way. You know, we got a year heads up, and you know, yeah. everybody has to look for. You know, better opportunities. Get on know. their feet. Real good I hope everybody, you know, do, does what they got to do. Yeah, you know, I think everybody be fine. You know, it's just, it's, it's it's annoying when you've been comfortable for, how long you been in now? Two years? Three years? Nah, this is, uh, this will be my fourth year. Fourth year? Damn. Yeah, yeah that's annoying. So it's, it's been wild because you start a, you start a, a STEM program. Yeah. That's been doing really well. We were awarded. A STEM, a STEM award by the Archdiocese. Okay. And then, you know, track is doing really well. State champs and and state federation qualifiers and national qualifiers. And yeah. All of this stuff going on. And then, especially next year, the team would have been insane. Yeah. Insane. But, you know, this is, this is, uh, this is God's plan. So I'm just dealing with it day by day. Whatever it is, I just got to deal with it. Yeah. That's annoying. Oh, it's annoying. But uh yeah, yo, uh Wu Tang, man. Oh yeah, tell me about this Wu Tang shit. So everybody that knows me, or people that listen to our podcast, yeah. or your podcast. Now you can say our podcast, you part of the podcast, fam. They know that I love Wu Tang. You from so Staten ev- Island. So I'm from Shaolin. Everybody well, not everybody. Every car that I've ever owned always has a Wu-Tang insignia in the back. Oh, really? I've noticed that, low-key. Every car. This is my fifth car. <laughs> yeah, this We're is in my a fifth car. Tomb, by the way. As always. So, I buy the ticket. Ticket was like $150. Wow! Wait, where the fuck was this show at? Coney Island. At the full, in the amphitheater? Oh, my God. $150 for a Wu-Tang? $150, kid. God damn. But do you get like front row seats or was it standing room only? Uh, they, you, you you could sit down. So oh, okay, there was a spot where it was in the middle, or spots in the front, and we didn't want to go like dead in the front. Yeah, because sometimes uh, you're breaking your neck to kind yeah, of look I, at these. I wasn't niggas. trying to do that to look at look at a bunch of old heads. You yeah, know? yeah, and I respect them, but they yeah, old they're old, they're old. So buck fifty. Yeah, one fifty. God, I've never seen Wu Tang perform all together. I've always oh, seen. Oh, you've never seen them live. I've seen separate. Separate, uh, separate, okay, separate. Okay, okay. Never everybody together. together. Okay. So you get there, you you know, we're anticipating, we're 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 excited. 
you know, this special guests are going to be there. It's the 25th anniversary. Yeah. The day before they performed at the Ford Ample Theater, they performed in, in uh, Atlantic City. Wow. So you already know, dudes is tired. Yeah, 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 of course. So they got in the stage at like 10 o'clock. The sound is all fucked up. Really? Meth was complaining about the sound. Really? Like you could tell they did no practice there. Oh my gosh. So it was, the performance was very lackluster. That's number one. Number two, there was no special guest. Really? Capadonna didn't even come. Oh, so they just so. did their songs and that was it? That was it. Well, as soon as 11 o'clock hit, dudes was Ghostini. What? Out. Like, is this, it's wild. Like, I, f- I felt like I didn't, I felt like I didn't get the $150 No, worth. you didn't get it. You got a half-ass experience. That's a free concert experience, if anything. Exactly. And, and I would have been mad at that, too, because then if that's the case, don't fucking come at all. Yeah, New York City, people that don't live in New York City, there's a lot of free concerts, especially in the for, summer, right? for hip-hop in the summer. Yeah. So why not do that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why you... Well, I could tell you why. They're trying to get their money. I don't... They, they clearly... They're clearly not set for life money-wise. You know what I mean? And cause Some I, of them are. Yeah, Meth- I, I always feel like there's a... I always feel like... Is. Yeah, I always feel like there's a uh, phase in your musical career where it's like, I, I got to get my paydays. When you're doing those casino shows like Atlantic City and shit, and you just all over, you're doing Atlantic City shows, Vegas, that's when you know you're on a, your career is done, but you need one more payday. Like Mariah Carey, she's on that level now where she's like, she's doing them random shows, just trying to get a check wherever she can. And for them, that's bad planning by their manager. Like, whoever manages them needs to make sure, like, listen, mic check is at this time. This is at this time. Yo, if you guys can't did, do this, we can't do back-to-back shows. It was, it was shows. evident that they didn't do no mic checks. And that, that shit was, you know, was disappointing. Oh, it, man. It's still Wu-Tang forever, but yeah, yeah. I was I was really disappointed. And then oh, the, damn. And then the other thing is that I go to, we, we park the car. And as I'm walking back into back into the car, my boy goes, "Yo, there's a there's a car in the, in, on the other side. The uh, the bat you could tell their battery's dead. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go help them. Oh wow. We hooked up we hooked up the uh, the cables, spark plugs, yeah, and all that. Son, after like two minutes, the fucking cable starts melting. Oh shit. Car, both of the cars start smoking. Oh shit. So I'm like, oh fuck, how the hell? Are you fucking kidding how me? How the hell I'm gonna? prevent my car from blowing, blowing up, up. <laughs> like i helped these people and now it's another fuck me over about to blow up you, so, wait so it was it your cords or their cords it was my cords the cords that i bought were fucking cheap uh shit you know, i just i bought it from the dollar store just in case years you needed one day yeah that's the thing years ago is the key word. years ago so then i plugged it up I don't think he connected it properly because yeah, yeah, yeah. why would it? Just Everybody start thinks smoking? they know how to connect them shits actually. It's and always I, positive and negative, yep. people. Always positive <laughs> negative. If you put negative uh, positive, <laughs> this shit's gonna blow up. Yo, my thing is if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, call Triple A. Yo, so <laughs> leave it to the up, pros. Hooked it up, shit starts smoking. <laughs> I'm trying to get the clamps off. Yeah, the shit is hot as a, yourself. hotter than a volcano. <laughs> oh, the God. thing is melting. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, how am I gonna get it off? I eventually, I took my mind out of that situation, and I just put my hand on it and yanked it off. And that shit burned like a motherfucker. It burned my hand like crazy. Oh, my God. So <laughs> now, I, now I have to deal with that. Now I have to deal with debris and melted cable wire all over my the the interior part of my car. The car, yeah. It's wild. So, But luckily, uh, 
the kids, they got their car to start. I don't know how that happened, but it started. Yeah, good for them. They live. They were like, oh, we live in Danbury, blah, oh, blah, blah. Fuck y'all out here. It was crazy, yo. I was, I was so fucking tight. What, what a shit show. Literally, what a fucking shit Then even going, Then even going home. When I was going home, I got pulled over. By the cops? By cops. For what? He's allegedly, I was speeding, right? Was so this in Brooklyn or Staten Island? Staten Island. Oh. So between 50, be, between, you could go between 50 and 60. Yeah. So guess what the cop put on the ticket? 61? 61. Just to give me a speeding ticket. Pussies. What type of shit is that? And I showed, I and I showed your man the PBA card. He was honoring it. And my boy had a, a plaque, the, the court, the court officer plaque. Yeah, it was on the dashboard. He ignored wow. both entities. Wow. Now he's the hardest out. He should be the tenth member of the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> Yo, your man. What a dick. I don't know his name, but he sounded like a robot. He I really gave you. <laughs> I would have been so pissed. Yeah, that was all in the same day. It's all in the same day. God damn. All in the same day. That's in that that I, I, don't you hate when those days happen and they all mount up just on bad, you? Just bad and you just like go Lord, why are you testing me, man? Just bad weeks. Why are you testing me? It was crazy that, you know, yesterday yesterday I was like, Oh, this this has been a bad week, blah blah blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like uh one of the girls that you said you were just talking about, I'm not trying to drop her name. You don't drop her name, but one of our <laughs> Old mutual friends, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. she was, she was one of. She was. Uh, she probably don't listen to the pod. She doesn't. I don't know. If she do. She may. She may not. I mean, she do. She do. She, she may know it's her. She may not. It's all right. But, I doubt she do. You know. Shout out to her. Shout she out knows to what her. we're talking about. So four years ago, this is when my week got better. Four years ago, <laughs> I took I took uh, modeling pictures for Feli. Oh, where? Right. That so, did it make it to the Fila, or are you just trying to get 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 in the catalog? Type nah, thing? my my boy who worked for Fila, he worked for Media Relations. Oh, okay. He hit me up. He's like, "Yo, come, okay, and model for Fila." So I was like, "I don't know about." That. He's like, "No, nah, no, nah, just come. It will be a good experience." Blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, you, "You know, we can't give you any monetary funds, but we could give you clothes. gear and yeah, clothes yeah, yeah. and shit like that for free." So I was like, "All right, whatever. Fuck it, why not?" So. I uh, I go I do it, it was a good experience. This is like 2014. Okay, and I enjoyed it, right? So one of the girls I coached, she and she went to Georgetown. Damn, so she, she definitely know who she is now. <laughs> all right, I'm still not dropping no names. Though. It's all right. If anything, I edited it out. If if anything, nah, yeah. All right, we leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so then while she's at Georgetown for a reunion, okay, she's waiting for the Uber. While she's waiting for the Uber, she happens to turn around, and then she turns around. There's a big ass picture of me. Oh, where? In the Feli. In the Feli store? It wasn't a Feli store. It was a it was a regular athletic store. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like a models type shit. Yeah, it was. Okay. We're not gonna put the name out. Yeah. So, she was like, "Coach Akil, is this you?" I was like, "Yeah, I did that years ago." She's like. (laughs) Well, they got a big ass picture of you <laughs> in the store. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Mind you, I never signed a contract. <laughs> yeah, for these niggas to use your likeness or anything. Never. <laughs> never. So I felt like the O'Bannon twins. So for those who know, don't know the O'Bannon twins, years ago, 
they were use uh, NBA Live was u- or NCAA Live was uh, using yeah. their likeliness. Yeah, in the game without their consent. Yeah, and they sued for millions and they were rewarded millions yeah. because they were using their likeliness. <laughs> so that's what I felt. So anyway, <laughs> so then I like something. Something told me like, yo, call, call Feli. This was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call Feli, the media relations, and he goes, yeah, we, we're looking to it. I have to do some investigating to figure out what's going on. So while I'm in the bar at Slattery's with Larry. Are you with Larry yesterday? I was with Larry. Shout out to Larry Medina, the official Knicks fan of the New York Knicks. All right, continue. And I get a phone call from this number, Annapolis, Maryland. Annapolis. So I'm like, who the hell is this? So the person texts me. They go, "Uh, this is so-and-so, the senior vice president of Feli. Oh, shit. Call me. Oh, shit. During the draft. During the NBA draft. <laughs> so I called her. I called her back. And she goes, uh, oh, I heard that your your image is being used. Uh, you know, we really apologize. And we want to compensate you $3,000. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> so she goes, uh. it would be $500 every year that it was been posted so it's back so it was posted 2014 she said it was posted in 2014 yeah till now it's about six years so it's about six years this shit's been posted and i didn't know she about to give you royalties <laughs> so she's like i'm gonna send you a contract you're gonna have to sign this send it back and then we'll send out a check wow you agree on this three thousand dollar amount yeah so i'm like you know can we go up a little bit you know what i'm saying because it's been up for a while wow she's yeah like, She's like, oh, no, you know, this is the best we can do right now. Nah, blah, negotiate. Blah, blah. I tried. So I just, you know, fuck it. I just took the L. Take the I, want my, I want my week to end well. Yeah, it's it money. It's a horrible week. Honestly, honestly, that's good money. I ain't going to lie. I was like, you know what? I tried to get six. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me pay off the Yo, rest of this car. I'm going to tell you all later in this pod, 2K. negotiation is a very important key you, you in life. You always have to negotiate. That's so what then, I learned. So I was like, you know late. what? Let me, just, let me just take it. So I took it. And then she was like, oh, do you have any questions? Like, how's the NBA draft going? So we're talking about it. I'm like, you guys are a shoe brand. Yeah, you you guys just signed Grand Hill for a lifetime agreement. Oh, really? Lifetime. So yeah, I was like, lifetime feeler there. Why not sign R.J. Barrett? Oh, <laughs> we, we we tried. We That's tried. She, <laughs> she said we tried, but he, we can't afford him. <laughs> she said that he's probably gonna sign the Nike. Yeah. So you that. heard it from me, folks. Uh so I y'all heard it here first on the Wavy New Yorker podcast. R.J. Barrett extremely likely to sign with Nike. Extremely likely. Reported by our source. Heard by. An official rep of Fila. <laughs> Shout out to Fila. Official model for the Velour suits. Yo, that's fucking that. crazy. Crazy story. Isn't that crazy? So shout out to her for spotting the fucking ad, though. So you will be compensated. You know your name. You will be compensated. I texted you yesterday, and I said, I'll, I'll, I'll send you some money. Shout out to her, yo. Shout out to her. She's so a, that was my story. Shout out to her, because she's cool for that shit. For I think real. it's a good looking out. She probably didn't even like know. She probably knew you was in the loop, or she probably didn't even think it was you. I wouldn't have thought it was you either. But it's funny how the, the modeling shit is so such a small world. Some dude that I used to, and I was talking about this on the last episode of the pod. Some dude I went to high school with. I guess he he had leaked a sex tape somehow that linked to him modeling, and he has mad Nike ads. Like you, like not Nike ads, but he's a Nike product model. 
Oh, damn. Right here, I'm seeing a picture of a kill in the Fila jumpsuit. This is Zalif. And they ain't give you no... Man, that's crazy. But, uh... And, like, you'll just be on it. They'll use you... Because there's so many instances where they need to just use you in some shit that they probably was like, yo, he won't ever see this shit. He don't even I seen, stop I seen a, I seen a... Uh, speaking of stores, I seen a kid... He was wearing an LIU track jacket, and he works in the Nike store. Are you short? You sure he had glasses? Uh, he's kind of light-skinned, but not really. Yeah, like, lighter than me. Yeah. Uh, I know. That's probably Aaron Davis. Mm. I actually saw him at the conclusion of recording last week's podcast. Last podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron, though. <laughs> it was just mad random. He had actually pulled up. So that's probably him, most likely. Oh, okay. But, uh... Yeah, man, that's uh, that's crazy. Just that whole like royalty shit. I'm glad you're able to even get that money, but I would have definitely fought for six thousand. I wanted six. I'm let me tell lie. you about my shitty. It ain't even that shitty of a week. So I've been at this job, and I don't think anybody from my job listens to the podcast. But if they do, I don't give a fuck anymore because I don't yeah, give a fuck anymore. I'm trying to get fired. So I work for this company called Haymarket Media, and uh, we had our annual performance review, which I think is just so stupid. So uh, most companies do it, but. Basically, you have an annual performance review that judges how you perform as an employee. And based on that performance review, it it basically judges how much you'll receive in your annual increase, which you get like a small increase, which could range anywhere from like 1% to like 3%, which is minuscule. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like basically, if I want to double my salary, on that note, I would have to work there for like 20 years, not even like 30 years. To double my low ass salary. So whatever. So I've had a year where we're understaffed. And because of us being understaffed, my job responsibilities have in, yeah, amplified. It's, it's amplified tenfold, which is cool. I, I don't mind working hard. You know me. But in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to work hard. And hopefully at least when this performance review comes, you know, I get at least noticed or acknowledged for my hard work. So we have these uh, interviews with our managers, and she's basically like, "Here, yeah. she's like, you've done really good. We're not, the company, the business doesn't want us giving fours, obviously. Like, generally, we're only supposed to really give threes. But she's like, yeah, but I feel like you, you worked harder than the threes, so blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Tell me why when I go online and look at my shit, my shit is threes. All three? All three, just saying I meet expectations. And in my head, like, I'm like... So you're satisfied. I'm, I'm like, Kathy, I've exceeded expectations. And even in the description you wrote, it says, like, it insinuates that I've done more than what I've been signed here to do. And that's and, and to me, it's just like, where in the earth... Like, if you ask somebody to come, like, if you hire a contractor to do some work in your house, and you're like, all right, you initially asked me to do this, but now this needs to get done. You think they're gonna do it for the same quote of three fifty? Oh, no. Or are they gonna say, "Yo, this is gonna cost no, you add the four hundred dollars"? And I'm like, "In what world can you get me to do more for the same amount?" And it's just crazy. And it was just at this point where I was just like, "Yo, honestly, I'm sick of this shit." And then when you look at your 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 white counterparts, they're getting promotions and shit. And sometimes they don't look half as busy as me. And it's just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" So it's even funnier because yesterday we had we had a summer social. We call it Hey Summer. So that it's basically so like a summer Christmas party that was on a rooftop lounge at the PhD Dream Hotel, some bullshit in Chelsea, across the street from the projects at that. So <laughs> project. We have a two hour two hour event from two to four 
open bar. So I get there early because, you know, I'm not working any more than I have to do at this point. I'm pissed off now. Now I'm not. I'm like, I'm going to do the bare minimum because if I do the bare minimum, I'm going to get the same. I'm going to get to the same place that I'm at. So why work harder? Why do any more than a bare minimum? Hmm. So I get to the open bar, you know, I'm throwing up a couple drinks. And then I started seeing other black coworkers who I don't work with, but you know, you see them same, passing by, going to the bathroom, the same thing. getting the head nod. We just started. I'm like, yo, bro, how long you been here? Like, I've been here three months. I'm like, you like it? He's like, nah, bro, I'm trying to be out. <laughs> and I was like, Man. bro, I was just like, yo, we ain't getting paid shit here. I was like, I'm on that same boat. And they're just like, yo, look at all of us. This is, we're, we're all the black people in the company right here in the corner. Seven of us, a hundred of them. And don't they all just look so happy right now? And I'm like, you damn skippy, man. And I was just like, there's nothing done in this company to accommodate I've us, to make that, us. I've never heard of that company before. It's European. It's based in London. I mean, you wouldn't really hear them. They're not really that popping. Is it marketing company? Media, no, nah, media. Hmm. But um, they have a bunch of, like, sub-brands. So you wouldn't have heard of Haymarket. You, if you would have heard Is of anything. Is it a startup? No, nah, it's not a startup. You would have heard of, like, one of our sub-brands. Because we, we cover too many different industries. But, um, shit is wild. Long story short, fucking, I, I I was telling my boy, like, yo, you know what was a breaking straw for me at this job? And he was like, what? I was like, one day we had a special luncheon for women's, because what was, did we have Women's History Month for Women's Appreciation Day? Some shit. And in my head, I was like, yo, we didn't do shit for Black History Month. Mm. And they're like, yeah, here at Haymarket. We're proud of having a very heavy Diverse. woman's workforce. Oh. We have a lot of women in leadership positions. And Which I was like, great. that's cool. But what about the diversity? What about how many black women do you have in leadership Zero. positions? Not how many all. black women do you have here? Period. How many black people do you have in leadership positions? Zero. How many black people do you here have here? Not that many. And I'm just like, it's one of those things where I realize like white people not all, but some white people are oblivious. And when I mean oblivious, like they, it, it is invisible to them. Like they cannot see the lack of diversity in the workplace and the lack of freaking like, like fair pay. Like they're, they're, they're quicker to fight for, like they're quicker to fight for having like more women in the workplace than having more diversity in the workplace. At the same time, it's like, why can't we just have both? And that's just not even in their thoughts, yo. And I was just like, yo, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I was literally like, yo, for one, I'm just at the point now where I'm just like, yo, I'm over it. So I was just like, yo, fuck them. Because you got to look at it, too. And what I regret before I came to this job is we got to negotiate salary more. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, never take the first thing they throw at you. This never swing at the where, first pitch. This is where negotiations, negotiations come, come into play. Because what I learned is now is like, the, when you're when you when you're starting a job, that's your biggest chance to get as much money as you can, believe it or not. Because once you're there, unless you get like a major promotion, your salary is gonna for the most part stay around the same area. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna get nothing crazy. Yep. So it's like, man, I'm just ready. So I definitely know like within the next eight to twelve months, I'll hopefully have a new job somewhere else. And I'm definitely trying to... I think, I'm not, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. Because the resume looks great. You know what I mean? They, make sure, they just, make sure just, your resume is up to par. Yeah. And the other key thing is the cover letter. Yeah. The cover letter has to be well-written. It has to be intimate. It has to be... Mention the... the Whoever the, you're applying yeah, to. Yeah, it mentions the role, what you're name. going in. Yeah. Even I put the company it. name. 
Yeah, don't I always tailor like uh, generic. Yeah, generic. It has shit. to be. I always do a new cover letter for each job that I apply for if I really want it. Exactly. You know? Like this new this new position that I'm that I'm interviewing for, I made it so intimate. Like, yeah. Like it popped out. It, like the the reader will know like oh he's talking to me yeah you gotta you know seem like you all in on it you know what i mean they don't want nobody that's half pregnant on some shit nah. so you gotta be all in you, you can't be half hard, pregnant hard body if you 100%. want a, if you want a job you want to get out of your yeah, mind it's hard out here you gotta this is what you gotta do especially in new york city new york city is not an easy place competitive to live there's a million motherfuckers a billion motherfuckers and not as many jobs and not as many lit jobs for real so 100 percent. yeah i'm definitely like like my next job i'm trying to make and it may sound like a crazy jump, but I'm trying to make thirty to forty thousand more than when I make Ooh. it. Like that ass is go crazy. I'm gonna go for it because it's like I've seen less people, and it's so much now. It's not even about having a degree anymore. It's like once you have like I've been like I, like I look at it like damn I've been working for a minute and I have a lot of work experience in different industries. Like I'm more than overqualified for shit. Like now I'm at the point where I'm at. Like I'm at work. I'm like I think I'm overqualified for this shit that I do now. So it's, it's crazy. Like, I got a. I apply at this school to work. I'm not gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, don't. Cause you don't want nobody trying to fucking yeah. underhand you and shit. So then, uh, they, well, they didn't email me back, which is crazy. Yeah. But they they knew this uh, a girl that I knew that went to that school. Oh really? Which is a weird. And then she texts me back and she goes, "Oh, did you apply for X Y Z school?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, yeah, you know your your cover letter is strong, your resume is strong. Under consideration, you have a lot of uh, capabilities to to be successful here, but the pay is not good, and uh, you live in Staten Island. It's not worth it, and it's not worth you coming all the way out to Long Island every day. Yeah, so which I, I I appreciate. I would that. appreciate that too. So that tells me one thing that yo the cover letter that you probably put together it was good. It was good. Yeah, you onto you know something. <laughs> so, you know that's you could you could spin it off as negative. Yeah. But if you if you get a response like that back, it's good usually. It's a good positive response. Yeah, I agree. You understand what I'm saying? So for those who want to look for a job, who who are, you know, just coming out of college, because I think a lot of your listeners. Are, yeah, a lot of my listeners are younger in their twenties, thirties. Even some of them that haven't gotten out of college, but some of them kind of don't know what they do want to do, and they just kind of like. They stuck with the bum ass jobs that nobody really loves, you know, yeah, like the take, fucking take, Wendy's. This is the time to experiment. Like, there's yeah. a lot of entry level positions where you don't need that much experience, and you could spin stuff off, you know. And Just, even and even if in in the interviews, especially, like if there's a job that you know I don't really want it. Yeah, but I'm just gonna. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to go to interview. No, go, go to, to the, the interview. interview. You know this what I learned? I've I've gone to yeah. every interview I've ever gotten invited for because even if I don't want the job, it gives you good experience and just practice. on how to practice it. Because there's nothing like a real live, in-game action at an interview. So I, I you gotta take those shits. I don't ever take those shits for granted. It's always good to take them because you never you just never know. You know? Yeah, I went. I went. I go to, to all of them shits. Personally, okay. I went to two. I went, yeah, I went to two interviews before the one that I really won that's coming up. Yeah. And each, and each time I interviewed there, you feel stronger. I felt stronger yeah, and more stronger confident. and yeah. confident and You just practiced. know what you're kind of going to want to say before you even before have to like, you think about it. it. So yeah. it's important that even if it's an interview with, with damn Wendy's, I hope nobody apply for Wendy's. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to hate on Wendy's, but yeah, even yeah. if you did. Take the most out of it. Take the most out of it and go. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So that's the most uh, yeah. prolific thing. 
We're going to be lit, man. I think 20, end of 2018, 2019 going to be a good year for us. We're going we gonna to get this. Just got to keep grinding. Just don't settle. Don't settle for nothing less than what you think you're worth. And that's the thing. Just know your worth, yo. Know your worth. Know kids. what you're worth. Because you know what you got to tell yourself now is it's not just about having enough money to support me. I'm at that age now where I'm like, guy, in four years, if I have kids, are they going to be okay? Hmm. So it's like I'm taking jobs. Like They don't need to know if you have kids. They don't know what you have when you're applying for a job. So as far as you're concerned, when you're applying for that and you negotiate a salary, you need to act and assume you have a family of three. You know what I mean? For real. Word up. That's the way it got to be. The well cities are fucking expensive. So don't cut nobody no discounts because they ain't going to cut you no. They ain't going to do you no favors when they're giving you all this work. Nope. So, you know. Never that. Never gotta that. go all in. Word. So. What, 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 what we got? What we got on the on the agenda? Yeah, the let agenda, me get off man. this, man. <laughs> so yesterday was the NBA draft. Should we just dive into that, man? Because that's what the people really want. Man. I like. I liked how we, I liked how we went to life. That was, that was nah, good. sometimes you need that life that was shit. Good. This is part of life too, just not as serious and important. But <laughs> yeah, it, is. it is important actually if you live in New York. So yesterday was a fucking mm. draft, man. And I mean, we know Zion was going number one for about a month and some change now. Mm-hmm. But it finally went down a really emotional draft Zion this think, year. Zion think he's slick too, wearing that that, that, suit that, that white LeBron, suit that LeBron wore. I don't think he meant to do that. Yes, I think Zion just wanted to look like a saint and look like a father, look all clean and shit. But uh, I actually like Zion. I was happy for him. I was happy. I was happy. Obviously, you know he's gonna good go number kid. one, good but he's just a good kid. You, you, you good want Zion to be the next LeBron or better? I want Zion to be a goat. Very happy for Zion. Really good draft. Like top three, all picks are crying with their, with their parents. Very top heavy draft. Very top heavy. Yeah, I, and I felt it. I felt like after three, it was just like, Ugh. you didn't know. Who, you didn't who, love anybody. Who, you were like owls. Who, yeah, at who, three, who? you didn't love anybody. After three, so it was like you know, John Morant went number two. And I saw a good tweet from Stephen A. Smith. Um, he was like, so many times we're shitting on people because they go to the draft and it's always like their father left them when they were this. And a lot of the situations we saw yesterday, a lot of a these lot of kids', the kids fathers yeah, were behind their back all the time. Like Their father was up there with them during doing the interview with my sister, Maria Taylor. And it was it was good, man. I yeah, was happy. It was, it, it was I was good. happy. Was I was good, happy. Uh, it was a good draft, and I, I was happy for uh, that the Knicks did the right thing. Yeah, man. Shout-out to you guys. Round of applause. Let's stop everything. Round of applause for the Knicks, man, for finally acing. I mean, and you face the picks, but I felt like R.J. Parrott. You well, nah, Pazingas was a good ace. pick. Pazingas was a good pick. We've drafted Frederick Weiss. Ah, let's not dwell on it. Pazingas was a good we've pick. We've drafted Meijer Lampe. David Lee was a good pick. David Lee was a solid pick. We could we drafted Jordan Hill. Yeah, garbage. Uh, there's names that I don't even. That don't belong even, on the face of this. Landry Fields, who's not there. Shumpert, oh, I remember that bum. Uh, Iman Shumpert. but this this draft pick, I believe was. I felt best. like he was good. I felt like he has potential to be the best player in the draft, which he, you don't always get that at three. I think I think either are the R.J. Garland. Uh, Kobe White is going to be solid too. They have a lot of upside those picks, but I just feel like RJ is ready to play right now. He's ready to play, and he's going to work hard as fuck. Even though his parents are not from New York, you know his his mother I think ran track for. uh, I did hear something about that. Yeah, or his dad played ball at St. John's. 
something. Both Asian. his parents might have been at St. John's. I think both his parents. But yeah, he has both, New York roots. Like yeah, both, both his that. parents went to St. John's. One played basketball, the other ran, ran track. track. And I think they're both Bayesian. I'm not sure. But his godfather, his godfather is um, Steve Nash. Oh, even better. So he has a good, he has a good pedigree. I just think he's his, gonna be a his stud, father, man. His actual father is the, is the head, the president of uh, Canadian Basketball, Basketball Association. Good for him. Yeah. Nice. So like, he was in a position to succeed. There's a lot of ped, there's a lot of pedigree there, so that that's a good thing. But with that being said, we the Knicks especially have a lot of needs. Yeah. <laughs> we need starters. Yeah. We still need a bench. Yeah. You know, well, you got a lot, lot of money. I got a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, these. I think it's a good setup for you. Now, what's going to be the next thing is just to see how free agency goes. Before we even jump into free agency, as a Nets fan, I wasn't oh, really y'all did, flattered y'all with did, the draft. Uh, basura. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I felt like yesterday was the uh, hey, listen, we're trying Damage. to get KD, so we're not going to really participate in a draft type of draft. But um, I didn't. Right. I didn't like like. I was telling you this the other day. I didn't like. What, I mean, they got rid of Alan Crabb that freed up. Yeah. But everybody was going crazy. I mean, I was like, going crazy because it's just no, you like, in the sweepstakes I, I, now. We're in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. I told you this. Do you understand that they still have to free up space? What do you mean? We don't have to free up no more. There's more that you have to free up. We, we only got to free up a little bit more. We would have to get rid of like one more guy no. to get two super max. You have to give up. Uh, What's that dude that looked like Jared Bayless? Jared Bayless? No, he's not Jared Bayless, but he just looked like him. I don't know who looks like Jared Bayless. The dude that went to Boston College. He's a oh, Jared Dudley? Jared Dudley. He's gone. Fuck Jared Dudley. Uh, hold on, <laughs> please. You have like three other plays that you guys have to free up. We're letting. We're considering all of those guys are gone. Damari Carroll is gone. Jared Dudley's gone. We got rid of Allen Crabb. We're good. We're good. <sighs> I don't know. Trust me, we're good, man. We have two and max draft, slots the available. The draft was the, the the Nets draft was weak. Well, we didn't draft. We drafted. I think it'll be okay. The kid we drafted, the center, I heard decent things. We just needed death. He's gonna be a backup the center, center the, at twenty-seven. The kid from uh, Texas. Yeah, at thirty-one. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna take someone at thirty-one and, and he's a backup, like a bench player, that's solid. You know what I mean? Like you're not drafting him to be a starter. We have our starters already. The kid we drafted from uh, UCLA, the point guard, I um, think he'll be all right. He'll be decent deaf. But um, this year, this, then it's nah, the not Knicks, about the I draft. I think the Knicks picked him up. Who? The kid, the point guard from UCLA? Nah, we took him. Nah. We took him. I saw him at the Nets press conference today. His name is uh, something hands. Like, catch these hands. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he's the kid, the UCLA kid that went viral when his teammate missed a free throw and he was pouting and he lifted his chin up. He was like, keep your head up. We got no, that, that kid. Was, uh, that was Moses Brown. Oh, the the kid. The, yeah. That kid picked up his chin. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got that kid. Oh, I was about to say, yeah, because Moses Brown is. He, Shout out to him. He from Queens. Yeah, man. Yeah, so I know you're talking about. I think we'll be all right. But the next, the, like, I'll be in L.A. when the free agency starts. When is it? June 29th? So June 30th? June 30th. I'll be in L.A. Uh, so at, I think noon? it starts at noon. So 9 o'clock on the West Coast. So I'm going to wake up bright and early next to my beautiful girl. I'm going to leave her ass in bed. You're about to catch I'm going to turn Matt the TV else. on. I'm going to turn the TV on. I'm going to cook some breakfast. And Hype then I'm going to wait. And they're going to say, Kevin Durant has signed to the Brooklyn Nets. Nah. And then we're going to match D'Angelo Russell. 
No, this is what the Nets should do. And I hope hopefully everybody we'll agrees with me. I think the Nets should sign re-sign D'Angelo. I think so too. And then bring in Horford. I would like that. I just think there's it no wrong saves, answer. It saves, it saves a money, lot, a lot, money. A lot of money. Yeah. But in my opinion, and I've been saying this, but everybody keeps saying, Oh, you're crazy. I think Horford's gonna go to Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's gonna give him four years. We'll see. We'll see. They got money. They gotta pay their guys too though. I think it's a lot. I think they got to – Milwaukee almost has to, in my opinion, has to say we got to take care of our guys before we look to get new guys because we were the one seed last year, and there's nowhere to go but down from here. Like, yo, what happened to uh, the Celtics, yo? They got they just got rid of Aaron Baines. Well, they're in clean now. No, no. Yo, what that's what happens when doing? Kyrie leaves and Al Horford leaves and none of your draft picks – and I don't think Kyrie's gonna. Everybody keeps saying that he's going to the Nets. Nah, but Kyrie's I, 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 well, a weird. I, th- I think he may feel disrespected that the dude. Nets say if we're not coming with KD, we don't want to. He may just be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm going to the Knicks now. And who, I'm gonna show you guys. And who put that? Who put that out there? What? Him going to the Nets? No, like, it, like no. Oh, that shit. I don't know. But Nobody's the putting their stuff? name to these fucking but the, these reports. Somebody had to put that out there, right? Yeah. So somebody in the Nets. Organization, organization, yeah, have to say yeah, that because yeah, they don't want Kyrie, yeah, and they're not gonna say no to him. I don't think they want him, and yeah, they don't want to say want no him. to him, and they're not gonna say it. Yeah, so that's what that's what I, I hope so. I don't, I don't do. want him. But I'll take him. I, I'm happy with whatever. I'm just happy to be one of the girls that are being approached in the room. You know what I mean? It's nice to be a pretty girl in the room for once, and that's they how it feels to be a Nets fan. Th- th- like I was saying this yesterday, um, that the. The the thing that the Nets possess that the Knicks don't possess is front office. No, not not that. I I feel like the Knicks front of all front office is getting better. Well, it is, but I'm but saying we're just proving ourselves though. I but think that the the Knicks, as an overall team, don't have a facility. That in, sucks. In yeah. the city, that our that's facility is underrated. When people come and to see our Knicks, facility, that's what the Nets can but sell. that's what me and my dad we hang our head on is we like yo we don't need to what we need to do like like I know Kawhi's a long shot but what we want with those niggas is just an interview. We want you to come see the facility because if you ever seen or been to the Quest Diagnostic, it's not the Quest Diagnostic Center, it's the <laughs> HSS Special Surgery Training Facility. When you see that facility, you're like, wow, <laughs> like this funny. shit is state of the art. Like imagine just being able to have state of the art basketball facility in Brooklyn, minutes away from the stadium. It's just there's no there's not a lot of teams that can provide shit like that. Because you don't have to you don't have to come down from yeah. White Plains. Yeah, it's just it's easy, man. Like, it's you, easy. If you, if you have a game at seven and you live in White Plains and you're New York you're a New York Nick, you're you gonna have to leave your house too. At like twelve, you gotta beat that traffic. Maybe one o'clock. Chill in the city, yeah. To even, you know, yeah. to even like chill. So you're gonna have to chill in the yeah. stadium for like four or five, five hours, hours, yeah, before you even play a game. Whereas as a Nets fan, like we, it, it, it is just very convenient, man. And that's the things I think people don't really take it. Like I said, if you could get somebody to come in on a visit, it's a lot easier to sell your program and that's, that and way. That's why, and that's I think why that's the, our advantage. That's why the Nets moved the facility out of, out of Jersey. Yeah, that's and I think it, I think it's a winning move, man. So I hope, I hope, man. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm gonna buy a jersey this year. I just didn't want to buy it last season. Just don't I put it in the garbage like your boy Odell. The Odell, I had to throw man. the Odell jersey away. And uh, the Nike Pegasus sneaker. I was pissed. Yeah, you throw a lot of stuff you don't. But want I had to get rid of that in shit. the garbage when you could donate it to Salvation Army. Man, but, but I digress. I- <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, we'll see, man. Any other NBA shit before we get to the next thing? Uh, what else we got? Oh, uh, I guess we we oh, gotta talk Chris about Paul. we gotta talk about these stupid ass trades. So fucking oh, AD and LeBron. What do you think of the AD that to LA dumb. trade? You know what I think about that trade? That's so stupid. Is who the fuck were you bidding against? That you felt you needed to throw everything in the kitchen sink. First of all, they got the salary cap thing wrong. Fucked up, yeah. And There's that reports that wrong. like they didn't they didn't know that if they had waited for the trade that they would have had thirty million what, in salary they cap. They could have waited until like June. Yeah, thirtieth. Like, like June. Around 30th. the trade deadline, yeah. They, they did it so early. Before the trade before the fucking yeah. They, uh, David Griffin, for those who don't know, is a GM in Cleveland. Cleveland. And he was a GM. He didn't get a lot of credit. When he was in Cleveland, because I did a great job in Cleveland. But he did a he did a really he good job a, he, in Cleveland. He put a team around there, and he's doing a really good job in New Orleans. He fleeced the Lakers, and he got a lot of picks. I I you know what I think was crazy. Not only from the Lakers, but he got a lot of picks yesterday. Yeah, too. but you know what I thought was the crazy shit about the trade is that they gave up four picks, but not only that, one of those picks is like if the shit's not in the top eight, it goes to next year. So, oh, like, man. next year's pick, if it's not in the top eight, they're like, all right, we don't want this shit next year. And then one of them shits has a pick swap, which you want to know what year the pick swap goes into effect? The year after LeBron's contract. Like, so, if you really man. look into details of that Lakers trade, you're like, wow. Like, it's a crippling trade. So, they got, so, the, so the Pelicans got Lonzo, B.I., Josh, Ingram, Josh right. a number, one, number eight pick in 19. A number 17 pick. Well, a top pick. eight pick. That's the way it's going to be. Top eight. Otherwise, it rolls over. But, yeah. Number 35 pick in 19. Yeah. Uh, they got LA's 20, 21 pick if it's a top eight. Yeah. LA's 22 pick if it's not. LA <laughs> swap in 23. LA first in either 24 or 2025. And they got rid of Solomon, Solomon Hills, Hills. contract yesterday. That contract. Jesus So that Christ. was a total of four first-round picks. And then you got to count Lonzo. And those niggas are the top two picks. And it's just like everything you was doing, like you niggas were tanking. Or I guess it was thinking. I think the LeBron, Lakers are generally Le- Yo, suck. LeBron really fucks teams he up. Messes, yo, he mess, he's going to mess up. He almost has that like juggernaut effect where he comes and shit around just starts like destroying. He causes destruction. And it's not his fault per se all behavior, the time. Yo. But now they just look at it like, yo, we have LeBron, like. How much good is LeBron going to be able to play at this level? LeBron probably only has one or two off. more years. Yeah, so they're like, fuck, we got to put a team around LeBron now. All my, friend, all my friends that are Laker fans in yeah. L.A., yeah. they are pissed. Well, some of them are delusional. Yeah. My Lakers fans are like, oh, we're going to just get a Kyrie or Kemba. No, no, no. A lot of, I'm like, a you lot think of Kemba's going to take a pay cut? Yo, a lot of them are tight. <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of the, a lot of my friends that I've, that I've, talk, I've spoken to, and yeah. LA, like the older ones, yeah, they're all upset. Because right all now it's championship or bust in the next two years, or that's it. And now you, you, the team is at a point where there's not a lot of flexibility to improve that team. Mm-hmm. You have no money, you have no picks. It, it's it's almost it may be worse than the Nets Boston trade at this point because even though AD is better than anything in that trade it's just the amount of crippling shit you've given up when the team around you wasn't that good at least when the nets made that pairs kg trade they had players around them like darren williams and joe johnson he, and brooke he, lopez but even he was those, adding to a situation but, but even this is, those picks turned into dame lillard and, yeah and like it's it's you're gonna give up some bad like you're gonna give up some king, good talent that's why billy king got fired yeah because 
that was a bad acquisition. It was a bad like, trade. It's the same thing with, with and then this they throw guy. in that pick swap. When you say, "Yo, if we like our pick, like if we were if we're worse than you, you know what? We're gonna just keep our pick actually." Or if you're really bad, hey, let's get that pick this year. But AD is is injury prone, prone. like crazy. It's just all in. And at the NBA Finals where you saw it get completely determined by injury and you learned that death is so important, I don't know why you would trade all of that in to go all in on a 37-year-old LeBron James or however old he is. How old is LeBron now? 35, 36? He's 35. 35-year-old they, they, LeBron they, they, with fucking Lakers, over 10,000 games on his body. You guys essentially traded 8th and ninth graders who <laughs> are going to be solid. 8th and ninth graders. <laughs> when they go to Kentucky yeah. or the Dukes of the world. That's the way you got to look at it. And not only that, eventually those picks are going to be, they're going to have the give it a one and done rule. So now you're just going to be able to get the best high school prospect off rip. So that's going to, man, I, they, they did a lot, man. They did a disservice. But enough on them. I can't, the wait to, I can't wait for them to fucking get fucked. Fuck the Lakers, man. <laughs> but uh, how do you feel about this uh, Chris Paul and fucking hmm. Chris Paul and fucking James first Harden all, shit? First of all, so before before Chris Paul was like, Everybody was like all over him, like, oh, he's nice, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. My brother years ago told me, he was like, this is when Chris Paul got traded to the Clippers, to the Clippers when DeAndre Lob and, City. and uh, Griffin was on their, you know, at their prime. Lob City. But he told me, he was like, yo, players hated Chris Paul playing with Chris Paul. Well, he seems like a dickhead. He's my favorite player in the league besides LeBron. They but said yeah, he seems was, like a they dickhead. Said he was a, he, they said off the court, he's a great person. On the court, yeah. But on the court, he's horrible. Like, he thinks he's a sergeant. He's, he's a like drill a, sergeant. Like a general. Like, he's a drill sergeant. And the kids now. They don't react are, well to that. The kids don't react to, to that. that. Like, well, yeah. They need the positive reinforcement. With, it's just, Yeah, it's the same thing with, with Harden. Yeah. Like, they said. Uh, so I seen some story that Chris Paul was saying that James Harden had like man boobs or something like that. <laughs> wow! And then Harden started crying. He's that's, that's what I heard. Well, Harden but, seems like a sensitive dude. But though, this is too. but this is what I'm talking about. Is that the younger dudes are are very very sensitive? sensitive yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Harden probably looked up to Chris Paul. For you know, since he was a kid, yeah, yeah, Chris Paul's yeah, been in the league for a minute now, you know, almost as long as LeBron. Two thousand three, three, yeah, rookie no, year, oh three, shit. It was before LeBron. So two thousand three, yeah, it was so 03. it's it's like the, you know they're very very sensitive. So I heard that Harden did hasn't spoken to Chris Paul in two months. Wow. And they were playing on a court, court, yeah, and they weren't talking to each other. That's crazy. <laughs> That's that, this but is what I'm talking about. Not only about. that, but if you even watch how they play, it'd be like, yo, James Harden passes the ball to Chris Paul and just stands around, stands on the in the yeah, corner, he, do nothing, he, exactly, not moving without the ball, almost tell. like yo, fuck this guy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he don't like him. And then as soon as as soon as that trade went through, I was just like, yo, son, this is not gonna work. I knew right away. Yeah, I knew right away because. James Harden and the new guys coming, they're different superstars. They're not, yeah. they're not the they're same. They're not that old school and shout guys. Out, and shout out to, to my man Steve Mills and my, bo- and my boy Scott Perry. Shout out to them. Because GMs. the reason why I'm shouting them out is because they were offered Chris Paul. And they was like, fuck it. And they said no. 
Well, he's old as shit. I would have won his ass either. He's an aging. Thir- he's an aging. And he wants money. That's the thing. He wants top dollar. They still owe him like he signed a what, hundred twenty-seven million dollar yeah. contract with Houston. Yeah. So he's still owed twenty-five million. Yeah. For the next Almost thirty million. Three years. Yeah, it's too much money. <laughs> you crazy? You gotta know when to give older if I, players if I'm the these Knicks, contracts. If I'm the Knicks and we strike out, let's say we strike out with KD and we strike out with whomever. Yeah. Yo, don't spend the money. Wait. Well, that's what I heard. I heard they're not going to spend money on people that aren't fucking worth it. If which makes not, sense. Yo, if they're, not gonna, it, they're not going to overpay on bums. Like, they learn from it, the exp- their, don't their experiences. Don't give it to Tobias Harris. Yeah. Don't give it to Jimmy Butler. They want superstars. If you're not a superstar, they're not going to spend don't the money. Don't give me the B-list. And that's, and that's what, that's what the, the Knicks did previously. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Especially with when they struck out with LeBron in 06. And yeah. we got stat. That was B-list. Yeah, B-list. You can't give B-list niggas A-list money. Only in the NFL nah. you do that. NFL free agency is how that works. In the NBA, you get what you're worth. And you can't give B-plus talent A-plus money. For real, Straight man. up. So I'm, 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 I'm happy with that. You know, It's unfortunate that we have to be patient yet again. Yeah, we'll but see what happens, this, man. This, this, this Y'all had bad luck with the KD shit. That's ultimately what... Uh, Made I this still a little. Sign KD. Well, yeah. I would. I think he, it makes the most sense. Sign him, let him sit a year. He could really like mentor a guy like R.J. Barrett, you know. Yeah. So, well, no, we'll see. I we'll wish y'all the best. I don't wish y'all the better than us, but I wish y'all the best, the second best. <laughs> second best. That's funny. This guy is always trying to come at us. I just want to try to be great. <laughs> always. But man, you know what else is happening? What else we got? In these streets, yo, and this is just gonna be quick. Fucking Le'Veon Bell, man. Mm. So apparently he has he some girls robbed. at his crib. Nigga got robbed. His girlfriends. Like every other Nick fan, his girlfriends. And apparently he cannot show the fucking the surveillance footage because they were butt-ass naked. Oh, for real? While running off with his shit. Wow. So Where would these niggas know so not to that, let like, these hoes into like the revenge, mansion? Revenge porn, I guess? I don't know. I guess so. Like, I was just telling my girl, and she was, like, the other day we was walking in the city, and I was like, why would niggas rent, like, for $5,000 a month? And she was like, well, I guess that they had a mistress, and they wanted to keep shit low-key. And in my head, I was like, you know what? Now this makes sense. If you're Le'Veon Bell and you got all that fucking money... Don't bring these bitches to the main crib, well, my why nigga. Why still calling him, calling him his girlfriends? He's I don't even fucking know. He's a weirdo. Yeah. He First of all, Le'Veon's an ugly-ass nigga. Oh, shit. So you got to look. If you have two women with you at the same time, chances are they ain't here for you. They here for that money. Hmm. My thing is, when they going to learn how to distinguish the groupies from the wives, from the, the, the real contenders? Like, Le'Veon, do better, man. That's, that's a Jets move, though. But I just wanted to, the slept niggas know, don't bring the hood rats to the crib. The crib with your expensive possessions. My, my boy, uh, shout out Taco Fall. He just got signed. Shout out Taco. What did he sign to? Uh, the Celtics. But it's an Exhibit 10. I don't even know what the hell Contract? it is. Contract? What is it? I don't know. They be yo. It, it is made that up. Shout out to Shamari Pond, Pond from St. John's. He signed a deal to the Rockets. Uh, to all those guys last night that did not get signed. I mean, I did not get drafted. I did not hear your name, yo. Obviously, you already know. Keep your head up. We just saw Fred Van Fleet go from undrafted to NBA champion Shout in the span of three years. Stackhouse. Stackhouse coached the D-League, what they were called D-League, the 905 team. Okay. Where had, they had Fred, Fred Van Fleet, uh, Siakam. Oh, shit. Norman Powell. Oh, shit. 
That's this is how you run an organization. Well, that's why now there's so much more inf- impact with the G League because they're actually developing and the that, kids in their league. That 905 team won the, the uh, G League championship. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they uh they tried to pluck the Nets G League head coach. Somebody signed him this well, past season. Well, the Knicks the Knicks signed the the, the head coach for the the G League yeah, team, so. the Westchester Knicks. Yeah, and the G League is getting more important, which is kind of cool. So, man, we're gonna see, man. I wish y'all all the best, though. It's gonna be a fun summer league. We're gonna, gonna see fun. how that shit gonna go, man. Good luck to all these young whippersnappers out here. I hope they get their bread because <laughs> they deserve it. Word up. But uh, is there anything else I need to chop in, man? I think that's it. This week sucked, but you know it's gonna be better. I go to LA next week. The week, the week was horrible, but we oh, you know what else week. happened this week? Oh, I got that email that I'm getting kicked off my mom's fucking health insurance, man. Man, 26. Kid. Oh my god, I was so fucking. Oh sick. hell no! That's another to thing no, too. No, I don't no. get paid enough for this shit, yeah. You better take my that. girl. So, so speaking of this, and I wish I had known this. My girl told me this new month. finesse. Next time you go for a job. If you want to, like, have a low-key way to, like, ask for a salary increase before you, like, get the job, be like, oh, I think these insurance premiums are really expensive compared to what I'm used to paying. I'm going to need more money. Would I be able to get more money? That's a, <laughs> like, low-key, non-inconspicuous way to ask for more money That's without funny. signing greedy. I was like, yeah. I remember, when I, that. I remember when I was 26 and I got kicked off the insurance. I was contemplating I got, not getting insurance. But I got kicked off the my mother's uh How buddy pass because my mother works for united oh, so lit. when i before i turned 26 i was flying her everywhere in the country for free hey so when i turned 26 oh you was go off that buddy pass yeah. you want your took own me off. damn so i had to pay now i had to start paying so that's what happens when you get older man yeah you welcome ain't, you ain't entitled to shit no more nope yeah i don't know i might see uh, now nah, i'm gonna get insurance because the one time i didn't have insurance like health insurance i got in a car accident Damn. My neck was hurting. It was the, the paramedics was like, "Hey, you want to get in?" I was like, "No, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." My fucking neck was killing me, man. Robin. I couldn't sleep for four days. Mm. Fucking, but I ain't have insurance. Cause you have insurance. It was rough. As that as ambulance. Soon as soon as you step foot in that ambulance, yeah, yo. Four hundred. You're done. Done off. I was like, nope. Done off. I'm like, I'm good. You're My done, neck's no. good. I can walk home. Yep. That's Shit right. Like that, man. <laughs> but any uh any plans for the summer? Any trips coming up anytime soon? Uh, so I'm going uh, I'm going to Ohio for Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. What are you going to Dayton for? My girl's uh graduating with her PhD. Oh, congratulations! Did she uh, uh, graduate from the University of Dayton? Nah, she went to Wright State. Wright State. Okay. Shout They're in the, the uh, I've heard of that school actually. They're in the uh Horizon League. Horizon conference. League. Yep. That's one of my favorite conferences. With Butler and all of them. Well, not Butler. Valparaiso. Butler's in the Big East now. Uh, Detroit Mercy. I forgot who's in Horizon. Detroit Mercy. Yeah, Detroit uh, is definitely in Oakland there. in Detroit. Yeah, Oakland. Oakland Favorite Bears. conference, man. I always wanted to be in the Horizon League. Yeah, Should have so went there for track, but I didn't. Then, then I got. Then I'm going to London. Going to London. In August. August. So for those who who like to fly and like to do other things, you could download this app. So I'm gonna Wait, we about you, to drop I'm, this I'm knowledge. I'm about to put you on right now. It's called Skip Lagged, and it's spelled S K I P P L A G G E D. Now, what does Skip Lag do? It helps to find cheap airfare tickets. Right? Mm-hmm. The FAA hates this website. <laughs> you could download on your phone right now. So. 
probably in April. I was like, ah, I got to go to London for my boy's wedding. He's from London. Well, he's, from, he's from Hull. Shout out, Josh. He's from Hull, outside of London. And basically, Skip Lagged found me a ticket for $98. Wow. To London. Like, one way? That's cheap as One fuck. way. $98. How'd you get that? That must have been an error. No. Wow. So. You flying under the cargo bin? I don't know, yo. But I bought a ticket. For ninety eight dollars and zero cents across the Atlantic Ocean, across the Atlantic Ocean. Wow! So for those, I'm gonna say it again. Wait, have you been ever across the ocean? The pond, I've been, the I've been to France. I've been oh, to Hong okay. Kong. So you've been back and forth. I haven't been across this ocean since the slave trade. <laughs> so skip lagged. Skipped lag. Skipped lag. FAA is trying to shut it down, yo. Really? Get out there. I'm gonna download that shit right now. I've been download fucking with it. Scott's cheap flights. That I get like a newsletter from them, but nah, man, that shit's not. Get it doesn't. Your, sound, I don't you know, see nothing your, like that. Get your skip lagged on, man. Shout For out those to who that. don't have them. Get it. Travel the they world. They got hotels man. too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you could you could do you could do you could do some some damage. That's pretty lit. Where you just gotta do it the the smart way. So Golly. for those who don't do that. But uh, that's that's my summer in a nutshell. That sounds lit. Yeah, well, y'all know me. I'm going to L.A. next week. Fans yeah, of the podcast, I will be in L.A. next week recording a podcast in L.A. probably while I'm out there to give y'all what y'all want. Shout out Fanta. Fanta. Oh, Fanta. Yeah, Fanta. You have Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, I'll be out I there. Used to, I used to be out there. It's going to um, be fine. It's going to be my first time. Those are all the desert cities, but yeah. if I'm you, I'm going. Staying out the hood. Yeah, stay out the hood. Stay out the hood. <laughs> You know, I'm just trying to have fun with the missus, you know. But uh, I know I'm gonna be out there, just Venice, trying to enjoy it. Venice is very, uh, is very gentrified. Hipsters, Venice Beach. Yeah, that's why I'm picking up my car rentals at actually. So I'll be over there. I love, I love like, well, for my bachelor, well, when I was married or whatever. The first time. The first, yeah, my first marriage. Well, I haven't been married since. Nah, I know, but you know, people might listen to this podcast episode like five oh. years from now, and then you're married again, <laughs> and they won't know. So, yeah, yeah, so you know, we we stayed on the on the boardwalk in Venice, and it was insane. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. Really Honestly, if this shit goes well enough, I made that ass look for a job out there and just leave and say fuck New York. It's expensive though. Sorry, New York's expensive too for shittier weather. For sure. So we'll see, man. Better way of living. Anything else you want to leave the people with before we log off? Got to give the people. I was nah, listening to good. that before. <laughs> I'm good, man. Shout we out good. to Jacoby. Yeah, man. I'm I'm out. Word of the days, if you into old school hip hop, just go to a free concert. Yeah, fuck. Don't go. Don't pay for these old niggas, man. Yeah, <laughs> these old yeah, niggas yeah. is just out here for your money. They I'll lost their passion. Because you said you dropped a buck 50. Like, I'm like, bro, I dropped a buck 50 for this Chris Brown, Brown concert coming up oh, I seen a couple weeks. But I'm sitting like close up. He's a hater, by the way. Who, Chris Brown? Yeah, he's yeah, some hating on Victor Cruz. Yeah, come on. What is that? Fucking hating ass nigga. That's why I almost want to sell the tickets because I didn't like that shit. I didn't what like that. That's morning. little dick energy there, Chris. <laughs> but I, I'm a, I'm a, I've been a big fan since he was a little kid. But um, you better fix it up, or I might not go, man. I don't like that shit. Yeah, that was whack. So, and we'll see. But yeah, just to rec- recap, I will be in LA next week, and then Las Vegas in August, man. So you know. But I appreciate all y'all for listening. It was a pleasure. I appreciate Akil St. Louis for coming through doing this episode. Now I'm about to go on this voyage. Back to civilization. Oh, shit. But, uh, yo, y'all have a good, good week. Enjoy the rest of this month, June. Uh, it's the first day of summer. Enjoy y'all summer. And, yo, have a good one, man. Until next time, we out. Peace.
Peace.